You're listening to Under a Pile of Books, and I'm your host, Calvin Park. This week, I've got several books that I want to jump right into and talk about, and the first of those I finished early this past week, and that is The Hanged Man by Katie Edwards. Now, I loved this book. It was absolutely wonderful. This is the sequel to The Last Son, which came out in maybe 2017 or something like that. I'm actually not 100% sure when uh, The Last Son released. But uh, The Hanged Man is the second book in this series. And it is one of those sequels that is better in basically every way than the first book in the series. So I I really can't say enough good things about it. Don't get me wrong. The last son was a great book. I enjoyed it. Really, really liked it. And, and just found it to have this immersive world, fun characters, great banter, all of that. The hanged man takes all of those things that were good about the last son and just sort of dials it up to 11. So this is um, an urban fantasy where we're following uh, the main character, the viewpoint character, Rune St. John, is the sort of last scion of the Sun Throne, which is one of the ruling families, one of the uh, arcana of Atlantis, or New Atlantis, as the case may be. It's set more or less in modern times, though it feels almost more like a secondary world because they're dealing with Atlantis and not really the rest of the world. Certainly, uh, the United States and other countries get mentioned. Uh, The history of our Earth gets mentioned, but what you see really in the novel in both The Last Sun and in The Hanged Man, is almost has the feel of a secondary world fantasy. But it's definitely urban fantasy. It's a lot of fun. And what I find maybe most interesting is the way that Katie Edwards has sort of taken uh, inspiration from uh, kind of the, the traditional tarot deck and sort of created this world and and this Atlantean almost pantheon really based on that. And so it's a lot of fun. I cannot recommend it highly enough. And one of the things that I really, really enjoyed about the hanged man was the, was the character development. Edwards doesn't hold back from doing, you know, putting his characters through the ringer, but In the midst of that, there's still hope in these characters. And there's a discernible arc, not only for the main character, but for a great number of the side characters as well. These are characters that you grow to love in The Last Son, and The Hanged Man just, again, turns that up to 11. 
great story as well. The plot is interesting, twists and turns and, uh, and everything, but the, the characters are really what make this book shine. And so, um, I just want to, if you have not read the last son, go check it out, get it, read it, enjoy it. Then get ready to move on to The Hanged Man. I was uh, lucky enough to receive uh, a digital arc of this from the publisher, Pyre. So thank you uh, to Pyre uh, for that arc. Uh, I, as I've already said, enjoyed it immensely. And it comes out on December 17th. So you've got time. Go read The Last Sun and then pre-order The Hanged Man. I think you're really going to enjoy it. If you love urban fantasy, this is going to be easily a slam dunk. Even if you're not a fan of urban fantasy, I often don't read a whole lot of urban fantasy. And yet this has been, uh, this is easily becoming uh one of my favorite uh, current series that, that, that is being completed. So I uh, really, really enjoyed it. Uh, yeah. I, I, I don't want to say too much more because I don't want to give away any of the, of the plot of the book, but the character development is great. The world building is great. The plotting and the pacing is really, really excellent. Um, seeing the payoff for some of these, um, the, these, these, in terms of seeing the payoff in terms of character development, even between books one and two, it, it really makes me excited to see what will happen next in the story. Um, but go check out uh, the Hangman or plan to 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 get the Hangman when it comes out. And in the meantime, if you haven't already, go read the Last Sun. I will have uh, my full review uh, written up and uh, posted sometime, uh, hopefully. Uh, in the very near future. But in the meantime, uh, go read The Last Sun. You'll enjoy it hopefully as much or more than I did, and then get ready for The Hanged Man because it is even better. The second book that I completed this past week was Uncanny Collateral by Brian McClellan. This is actually another urban fantasy, and this one, uh, Brian McClellan is a traditionally published author, but this is a book that he chose to self-publish, and it was an enjoyable read. Uh, I liked it. Uh, you know, it, it wasn't... Um, quite what I was expecting, which, which is okay. It, it, it was, uh, it's an urban fantasy, but uh, an urban fantasy in, in more of kind of a traditional urban fantasy kind of vein. It follows a uh, reaper who's basically a, um, sort of a bounty hunter collections agent for uh, the other, which are, you know, basically the spiritual beings or, or, you know, um, that, that, that kind of thing, those mythical beings that, you know, exist. It's all based in our world. Uh, you know, he works, he works in Ohio, uh, kind of thing. So, uh, it, it was a good time. Uh, it was an enjoyable read. Nothing super like stood out to me. Um, but, but I did enjoy it. Um, so I had, uh, I had a good time with it. It's just, uh, N nothing, nothing really gripped me from it. 
whether that be the the, the characters or the setting or uh, the, the the plot was a fun mystery with with some nice uh, sort of reveals as you went through, especially in the second half. Um, and that was fun and uh, definitely kept me reading, kept me interested. Um, but beyond that, there wasn't really anything that that, that gripped me or, or super stood out. But if you like uh, urban fantasy, you'll my guess would be you will enjoy this one uh, quite a bit. It's not a long read, so it's uh, I think it's right around 150 pages. So easy to to kind of pick up and uh, read in a single sitting or maybe two, and uh, you know in, enjoy that and have a good time with it. So. Uh, Uncanny Collateral by Brian McClellan, second book that I finished this past week. Now, those are the books that I completed this week. So that really brings us to what uh, I'm going to be reading, what I'm excited about reading this uh, upcoming week. Now, the first of these books is one I actually began this past week, and it is a huge book. It's just shy of a thousand pages, so we are definitely into tome territory here. Uh, it's almost as long as Brandon Sanderson's big epics, and that is The Burning White by Brent Weeks. Now, this is book five in the Lightbringer series. I uh, talked about this last week, so you can go back and listen to last week's podcast if you want to know more about the Lightbringer series. I am about a quarter of the way into the Burning White right now, and uh, I'm enjoying it. Uh, you know, getting to to see these characters that we've we've come to care about over the course of this is now the fifth book. So over the course of four books, uh, it's it's really nice. It's almost like coming home. Uh, I've enjoyed what I've I've read so far. It it has certainly been a uh, good deal of setup. Uh, so sort of moving the pieces into what I'm I'm imagining will be sort of their their final positioning for the big climactic stuff that's going to happen. So I am I am hopeful that uh, things will pick up here uh, quickly. Uh, now that I've I've just crossed the the twenty five percent mark, so I'm 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 hopeful that we'll really kind of kick it into high gear here and uh, start uh, start really kind of upping the reveals and and uh, some of the things that I've uh, been looking forward to seeing happen. I think are are right just on the horizon. So I'm uh, I'm looking forward to getting to that. Uh, it will take me several more days yet to complete this because it is a big book. So uh, The Burning White uh, by Brent Weeks, that'll be the first one that I finish this coming week. I have two more that I'm hoping to get to. I don't know if I'll finish both of them. Uh, and both of these are advanced reader copies that I've received. Uh, so thank you to both of these, uh, to the publisher and to NetGalley for... Uh, facilitating that. But uh, the first is uh, Fate of the Fallen. This is by Kel Cade. This is one that's actually I've, I've had uh, for a while and just not slotted it into my reading. And it is coming up. It releases on November 5th. So I'd like to get it read and reviewed before then. Uh, but Fate of the Fallen, it from the blurb, sounds like it's going to do some fun stuff with sort of fantasy hero tropes and, and that sort of thing. So I'm very interested to, to see this one. And then the third book, and I, I don't actually know if I'll get to that this week just because of how big The Burning White is, but the third book that I'm hoping to get to this week is Dispel Illusion by Mark Lawrence. And this is the third book in his Impossible Times trilogy. 
the first two books in this trilogy, uh, One Word Kill, which I still maintain should really be called Power Word Kill, and Limited Wish. Uh, both of those were really fun, uh, excellent reads, sort of with a Stranger Things vibe. They're set in the 1980s, uh, but they deal with uh, time travel and uh, and whatnot. They're, so in that way, they are more science fiction. And uh, I've, I've really enjoyed uh, reading these uh, for that reason. They're, they're kind of this uh, science fiction-y sort of thing where the main character and his friends uh, often uh, play D&D and their D&D campaign that they are playing in some ways ends up reflecting or playing a part in the real life plot that uh, really has some, some fun stuff going on with uh, time travel and uh, kind of quantum mechanics and, and, and theories about different things. And, and uh, it's a, it's a lot of fun. And of course the names of each of the books, one word kill again, power word kill, uh, limited wish and dispel illusion are all, uh, spells slash abilities from, uh, second edition dungeons and dragons. So that makes it kind of fun for a geek like me as well. Uh, they're not long books, so, uh, I, I definitely recommend them. Uh, one word kill is first book in the series, limited wish second book, and then uh, dispel illusion, which I'm hoping to get to this week. And if not, it'll be the week after that. I'll get to that, but, uh, dispel illusion. I'm, I'm looking forward to concluding the impossible times trilogy with that. And, uh, uh, enjoying that uh, hopefully as much as I enjoyed the first two, because I thought the first two were very, very, very good. All right. So that, those are my uh, plans for the upcoming week, uh, at least in terms of books and reading and, and that sort of thing. Now I did want to say a couple things about uh, some stuff in the news over uh, this past week. Uh, the first of those is that, uh, Wesley Chu uh, has sold a uh, series of books. I think it's a three-book series, The War Arts Saga, to Del Rey. And uh, it sounds kind of interesting, and I'm looking forward to it simply because of that. But the other thing I, I wanted to kind of mention this, because we, we get the announcement now that, that you know, he's been picked up by Del Rey with this uh, saga, this series, the first book doesn't release until 2021. And so we are, we are, you know, a year and a half, two years out from this first book in this series releasing. And it's just, it's one of those things where it's, it's super great that we get the announcement and we know that it's coming and, and that's great and allows us to keep track of it. But there's also this element where uh, somehow I've got to try to keep track of this until 2021 because I want to read it. Uh, and maybe this is more my problem than anyone else's. Right. But, um, uh, you know, how do I, how do I keep track of this? And it's just, there are so many good books that are coming out. Um, November is packed with books that sound interesting to me. Uh, 
the same thing is proving true for the first uh, two months of 2020. January and February, a number of books that I'm interested in coming out. And those are just traditionally published books that I know about. Uh, when Rob Hayes puts out his uh, upcoming self-published releases list for November, I know there are going to be some on there. Uh, I've already, I talked last week about Spit and Song. I know that's coming out uh, in November. Um, I know that uh, Legacy of Ghosts by Alicia Wansall Burke is coming out at the end of November. That's the sequel to Blood of Heirs. Uh, so I, I know that's coming out in November. I know a Curse Breaker, the sequel to Banebringer, is coming out in December. So once you start adding in the self-published titles in addition to the traditionally published titles, there over the next four months are a ton of books that I am interested in. I have no idea. I'm not going to get to all of them. I'm going to have to pick and choose. It's going to be really, really difficult. And, uh, you know, it's just the reality and that's okay, right? That's great. It's not a problem because some people are going to like other books more than me or be interested in books that I'm not. And so it's great, but we really do have just so many amazing books coming out, uh, fantasy books right now that, uh, it's really almost mind boggling. And, I'm so glad we're we're just we're in the midst of this really I think I've talked about it before but we're in the midst of really this this golden age I think of fantasy at least whenever it comes to the written word um fantasy novels but you know on TV and whatnot uh especially on the small screen we're seeing more and more I think interesting fantasy and uh that that makes me really happy as well there are some some great shows out there you can can watch as well and some uh, ones that have a lot of potential coming out this year and and next. Now, speaking of things coming out uh, soon, we received this past week the final trailer for The Rise of Skywalker dropped. And, you know, this is a trailer, I think, if you were already excited for The Rise of Skywalker, this is going to make you more excited. If you were not that excited for Star Wars Episode Nine. I don't know if this trailer is going to do anything to change that. Uh, I find myself having sort of a weird relationship with these the the trailers I've seen so far for Star Wars Episode Nine. Uh, when we got the first Force Awakens trailer back, however many years ago now, uh, I was psyched. I was super excited for it. I could not wait to see what was going to happen. The Force Awakens probably rehashed A New Hope more than it really needed to. But I enjoyed it as a movie. I did not like as much The Last Jedi, which I know can be a really controversial statement. Um, loved the new actors and actresses thought they all did an amazing job. Do not have any complaint there. Uh, I just felt like the story as a whole didn't hang together super well. And uh, it just, it just for whatever reason, didn't, didn't do it for me. So now as we come up to the rise of Skywalker, uh, I mean, I'm going to go see it and I'm hoping that I will enjoy it, but I just don't know. And I was thinking about this a little bit, uh, over this past week, since this final trailer came out. And I think for me, really what the main issue is with 
the 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 new era movies, episode seven, eight, and nine. I think the real issue for me is simply that I read a lot, a lot of the old expanded universe Star Wars novels, and for me those novels tell a more interesting story about what happens after Return of the Jedi, and frankly, a more satisfying story about what happens after Return of the Jedi than these new movies have so far told. I'm not saying... That means they can't make the all the new media that they're planning on making great, and for those who enjoy it, wonderful. But I think for me, the, the, the movies kind of have this bar that they have to try to hit that is going to be really difficult for them to hit. I, I, I frankly don't find the villains um, as compelling as I found the villains in the old Star Wars EU post- Jedi, uh, Star Wars EU. So, you know, it's just, as a whole, uh, it's just not, not working for me for whatever reason, but I am still definitely interested in, in kind of seeing this and maybe I'll be singing a different tune once I see episode nine. But uh, so far for me, that's kind of been my, my take on it. And, uh, you know, it's hard. It is hard to compete in, you know, with three movies with 40, 50, 60 books that I read, all based after Return of the Jedi that really go to much deeper uh, levels with the characters and allow you to just see a much broader view of what's going on in the galaxy. And, and again, as I said, I think a much more interesting, um, a much more interesting uh, villains, good guys, side characters, overall plot and story seem to me in the old EU to be less rehashed than uh, in these new movies. So, uh, hey, that's... That's just kind of my my take on that, but uh, we'll we'll see what happens when December rolls around and I go see the Rise of Skywalker. So, a final thing I wanted to just mention again: uh, you heard Jason and I talk about it in uh, the Dragons of Autumn Twilight re- read along episode that dropped earlier this week. If you haven't had a chance to listen to that yet, go listen to it because it was great to talk to Jason. But he is hosting a Dragons of Autumn Twilight read along in November. So whether you have read Dragons of Autumn Twilight before and would like to reread it, or whether you've never read it, go to his blog off the TBR and, uh, let him know that you're planning to participate and uh, read along with everyone. And I think it's going to be a really good time. So go check it out and uh, consider joining uh, in with a whole bunch of us who are going to be reading um, either again or for the first time Dragons of Autumn Twilight by uh, Margaret Wise and uh, Tracy Hickman. Go check it out. Uh, I remember it as a fun book and I'm, I'm looking forward to, to, diving back in after what's probably a 15, 16, 17 years since I, since I read it the the most recent time. So, and then finally uh, you will get, uh, I mentioned this last week and I had hoped that it would drop this past week. And I just ran out of time uh, in my weekly schedule, but uh, you are going to get uh, this coming week, an interview uh, that I recorded with uh, Beth 
uh, from Before We Go blog. And uh, it was just a great, great time to sit down with her, talk about uh, blogging and, and, and fantasy and uh, what she likes and, and, and all that kind of thing. So uh, really great time talking to her. Hope you enjoy that interview when it drops this coming week. And in the meantime, go grab yourself a copy of Dragons of Autumn Twilight. Thank you so much for listening and have a great day.